Hey, Allison, before we start this week, I was really excited and I want to talk about our new sponsor, audible.com. You can now go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried and get a free 30-day trial membership to audible.com on us. So uh, audible.com is great. It's a great place to get best-selling audiobooks. They now have podcasts, everything. Yeah, I'm a car listener, so this is great. I can just download it and listen to books and audio things in my car. Yeah, so definitely check it out. Go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. Now on to the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share stories about being a married couple that owns a business and parents and does all of that. Uh, together. So, Allison, what what's going on? What happened this week? My mom's birthday was this week, and so as a surprise, my sister and I threw her a tea party. We have done in the past, we've taken her to some tea houses, and she really enjoys that, and we couldn't do that right now. So we decided to throw one at our house, and we split up the tasks, and I did the tea and the decorations, and my sister, who's a fabulous cook, made the food, and um, we, my niece joined us, and it was a nice surprise. She had no idea. She thought she was coming over to our house to babysit. So it was a really nice time for just the four of us to sit and be fancy and chat and have a good time. Yeah, I think it's hard nowadays to try to find or make new traditions in this new world that we live in when you can't go out as much. And I mean, I know we've talked a little bit about it. Halloween is just around the corner in a couple of weeks. And how are we going to handle Halloween with the kids and, and all of that. So I think it's a lot of like right now we're in this world of like trying to figure out what's the new best new way to do things that we can't uh, we don't come in contact with anybody else. Yeah. So we brought so we brought the party to, our, to us. Bring the party to us. So this week uh, we're going to take a little bit of time and talk about inspiration and more specifically about maybe people or things that have inspired you and I along the way and kind of helped uh, mold us into the people that we have become today. Yeah, well, we recently lost Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and I'm a huge fan of digging into people's stories and how they became who they became. And so I've read with the, our boys the, her bo- the book about I Dissent and thought it was a good time to kind of sit back and reflect on people who've made an impact in our life and helped us become who we are. And I think sometimes... All of us, you you know, everything goes by so fast. Life happens so fast. And sometimes it takes years of reflection and thought to think about, man, that person really, you know, changed or did something really important for me in my life. And, And to think about how what they did really changed and molded you into who you are today. When your dad passed away about seven years ago, I gave myself a challenge and I tried to write a letter a week for a year to somebody who had impacted my life. I definitely didn't get through a whole year, but I got through a good, like, you know, 15, 20 of them. And it made me feel good to just take a minute and write a note and tell somebody from my past, even if I hadn't connected with them recently, that they mattered and they mattered to me and they mattered in my life. And um, some of the responses I got back were really kind. The, my note hit people on weeks or days that they really needed to hear it. Yeah. And I think sometimes 
there are people that you encounter that do little things that don't even, they're not intentional. Like they're not trying to be an inspiration to you. They're not necessarily a teacher or a figurehead that's trying to inspire you, but it could be something as small as, as a peer who does something or entrusts something in you that inspires you, that gives you confidence. I'll give you an example. When I was uh, just in college or just my freshman year of college, I was working on a play. So I have a theatrical lighting degree and Allison and I both were involved in, in the technical side of theater through college. And I, there was a, a play that somebody was doing for their senior play, a, f- a friend of ours, Erica. And she asked me to do I mean, the lighting design. And I'm like the new kid in school and didn't really know anybody or know anything. And I just, that act, that gesture of entrusting me with something that was obviously important to her was like super big in my life. Now that I look back on it, it was one of those things that, you know, it made me feel good, obviously, but it also instilled confidence in me and helped build me to where I am today to be confident enough to take on sometimes take on things that aren't easy, that are harder, that are a little bit of a stretch and a challenge. So that was an example of somebody who really, you know, gave, gave me inspiration by trusting me with something that I didn't know that I didn't believe I could do at the time. How would you think she'd feel if you told her that story now? Well, I've told her that story. In recent years, uh, she and I have talked, uh, and I've told her that story, and and I think she was a little surprised by it. I think to her, it was picking the person that was best for that role or that job. For me, it was a much bigger gesture. Yeah, we need to sometimes take a beat and take a breath, and before somebody's gone or before somebody's sick, you know— really let people know how much they mean in our lives and be a little reflective sometimes because that might just be the push that they need to keep going today or tomorrow. Yeah, I I think that, you know, sometimes this world has become very self-centered. We have all of these devices. We have all of this stuff where we're sharing pictures of how great our days are or how nice our life is. And we put it on the Facebooks and the Instagrams and all the social medias. And I think sometimes we forget that it's not just about us. It's about those other people as well. We're so busy connecting that we're not connecting. Yeah, exactly. And, And I think truly connecting back with those people and letting them know, hey, you did this for me. Uh, You helped me get better. You helped build confidence in me. I think connecting with those people and telling them that if it's through a letter, if it's through a phone call or whatever it might be, is, is much better than, you know, posting a picture of how great the sun looks outside with your, you know, fresh cut salmon that you're eating for dinner plate on it. You know what I mean? Like everybody has pictures of their food, but doesn't really talk to the people that, that really help them. So is there anybody specific that you would want to take the opportunity to, to thank or to let them know how you impacted our lives? I don't know. What about you? I've already given my one, one for me. What about, what about somebody for you? I think there's so many people we have. We have a friend in New Hampshire who was in a peer networking group with us, and he's a few years older than us, so he always called me his bonus daughter, and I always called him my bonus dad. And um, we haven't been in that group together for about eight years, but I still feel like he's the guy I can go to, the mentor I can go to if I have a question or if I need somebody advice to bounce off of him. And he's, I kind of always wanted to be Jeff when I grew up. He was so thoughtful and methodical and really listened in 
and pondered what you had to say before he gave feedback. And I'm so not that person. I just want to jump in with advice and ideas. And I really love his just demeanor and the way that he interacts and really thinks about stuff so that he's talking less but saying more. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny you bring him up. Um, I always felt like, Jeff, when we were in those pure networking groups, you know, it was t- over, t- I think it was over 10 years ago. You say eight years, I think it was longer than that. But when we were in those groups, one of the things that was interesting about it is you and I were so young compared to the other business owners in those groups. And I felt a lot of times, a lot of the other people in the group kind of treated us like the kids, you know, kind of treated us like we, we didn't know anything because we were kids. And I think Jeff was kind of the complete opposite, even though he did treat us like he was, our, you know, we were his kids. He definitely never treated us like we were kids running a business. He always talked to us like we were peers and we were equals at running uh, the same, similar type companies. Yeah, and he was interested in what we had to say. Yeah. And I, another person I was thinking about, but when, when I saw this topic that you had put on here, another person was actually a, a person you and I have in common. Uh, most, a lot of these people are, but um, Dr. K from college, she was a big part of our life and, and kind of a big part of you and I uh, being together. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we were asked to be on, you and I were friends and we knew each other and we were, you know, we were fairly close as friends in college, but my senior year, we were asked to be on a search committee together to find a new professor in one of the departments at, at our college. And so you and I were the two students and there were other uh, professors, but this particular professor, she, she was the one who suggested that you and I be on the be on the committee together. I seem to recall you saying they wanted somebody else, and you were like, "No, no, no, we need Allison." Well, okay, so she, I said that. I said this would be a better person, and um, so you, you, she, she spent a lot of time with you and I over that semester while we were in, her, and it was a great experience for us from uh, even from learning to read resumes and interview people. Um, we were every week we were interviewing a new professor that could be. Uh, hired by the school. And so, but it was a time that you and I bonded and that I think she and Dr. Parsons and a couple other people really helped us become confident in who we are as adults. Yeah. I think if anybody helped forge who I am as an adult, it was Dr. K and Larry and Dr. P, the people, those adults who we interacted with in college and who we were on the search committee with really helped me define what being a responsible adult looks like and helped me rein in some of my bad or weaker aspects of my personality and really helped me push forward the things that I am good at but was too shy or reserved to show other people. I think in trusting that process and having us be involved in it, being on that search committee, really took you and I from being, you know, naive, young college kids into thinking more about being adults and thinking more about what the real world looks like for these adults who are trying to get hired by our college to come and work there. And that's a that's a process that not a lot of college kids get to be a part of or see. You know, at 20 years old, at 21 years old, you and I were 20 and 21 years old, like we don't get to see that process, you, you know, as all of these adults interview all these other adults for a job. Yeah, it was a real defining 
opportunity in my relationship with her in college outside of my classes and how she really helped me become a better woman and a better adult and a strong independent person with her guidance and mentorship and interacting on campus and off of campus. Um, There are things that she has done for me that I could never express my gratitude um, to the fact where I got snowed in in Boston and she got a substitute teacher to drove to Pittsburgh to pick me up at the airport when my flight got delayed three times. Like those are things that are just so kind. And she may not even remember that she did that, but it impacted my what I how I see people. Um, I we're not always successful about this, but I always say I try to do for other people what I would want somebody to do for me. And I think people sometimes think I'm this like crazy person. And why would you do that? But I would want somebody to do it for me. So I try to do it for you. I'm not always successful, but I try to look at what other people need that way. Yeah. Let's let's flip the script a little bit here and talk about, you know, you or myself being an inspiration to other people and and and. Do you feel like there are ever times where you're intentional about trying to be, you know, inspire other people? No, I probably I feel like I'm more annoying to other people than inspiring. See, I'm I'm kind of the opposite. And I I don't I think there's this fine line between between being like, you know, for lack of a better term, a try hard and make it look like you're like this raw, raw head football coach kind of guy. And on the other end, letting people know that they can do it and and instilling confidence in that. Yeah. And I think that there's a subtlety to it. There's a making it, if it's a friend, if it's an employee, if it's an acquaintance, you know, making it under, make them understand that you believe in them, not that you want it from them, not that they need to succeed. And, and there are times where you have to take that route, but to start with that, you believe in them, that you feel, you know that they can do it. Those are the those are the kind of ways that I feel like you can try to help inspire somebody to to build upon their abilities. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes I believe in people more than they do and it's that trying to get them to believe in themselves as much as I believe in them. Well, and I think it's like like everything else and we've seen it in our business and we've seen it with our friends. Like you see that they have all of the tools. Everything is there for them to succeed. It's just a matter of finding the right way to encourage and inspire and help them develop and succeed. And sometimes it's tough love and sometimes it's the opposite and it's trying to be that caring person that lifts them up. You know, so it's something interesting to think about. Have you ever had anybody come to you and tell you, thank you for being an inspiration to me? I feel like I have, but I can't remember off the top of my head who who it was. But I feel like I've had this conversation recently. Yeah, so it's one of those things. And here's sort of an action item for this week. If you haven't yet, and you have somebody, you have one of those people in your life, if it's a college professor, if it's a friend, a peer, a high school teacher, whatever it might be, Reach out to them and let them let them know. Take five minutes and write an email or give them a phone call or leave them a voicemail or text them, whatever. I know it's 2020. Like, you got to do things a little different. But reach out to them and let them know. Say, hey, you know, thanks for this one act that you did. Thanks for entrusting me with the lighting design for your senior play. Tell them. Reach out to them and, and let them know. And don't feel weird about it. Don't Don't get your own head trash about about feeling odd or awkward about it because you're going to make more of an impact than you think you will. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So definitely do that. Think about who inspires you and think and every time you act and every time you talk with somebody that think about you may be that person to them. So be intentional about what you uh, what you do along the way. Let's talk a little bit about what you're listening to this week, Allison. So I have been listening to the Mobituary podcast, but Mobituary is also a book by Mo Rocca on that you can get on Audible. And once I'm all caught up on the podcast, I'm downloading the book so I can listen to the whole thing. And it's an insightful and unconventional account of the people who made life worth living for the rest of us. Um, and one has to ask us to think about who gets remembered and why. And so it kind of ties into this because um, it's the backstory to these people who did amazing things or crazy things or not even people, but like the death of the um, station wagon. So it's like the backstory to all these like crazy things. Um, So it was really interesting. And um, if you like hearing how people got to where they are, definitely recommend downloading um, Mobituaries on Audible. Yeah, some of the episodes I've listened to will just, it'll just blow your mind. Like, he he really does. He dives deep into, you know, these backstories of things that you think are so innocuous. And then it, they end up being, like, ridiculously cool. And you're like, that's the craziest thing I've, I've ever heard. So like Chang, Chang and Ang, the Siamese twins, and um, President Carter's brother. It was just super interesting to hear the backstories. Yeah, it's, it's definitely cool. Check it out. It's on audible.com. And... You're lucky if you go now to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried, that's audibletrial.com slash B-I-Z married, you get a free 30-day trial to Audible. So free 30 days on us, go to audible.com slash bizmarried. And let us know who's inspired you. Post on our social media or send us an email and we'll give you a listener shout out. Yeah, let us know. Just uh, drop us, find us on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, at Biz Married. You can also look for us on Facebook. Just type in Married with a Business. And thanks for listening this week. We really appreciate it. And we want you to remember that not only should you be focusing on your marriage, but you should also focus on your business and work on them equally because we're married with a business. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Have a great week.